Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where it's all about personal growth, honest conversations, and exploring what it means to live a passionate, daring life. I'm your host, Shirley Huang. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? So it is getting a little bit cold here in Vancouver and it's been raining for the past few days and I realized that I cannot really record these episodes when it's raining outside because there's the noise outside. So I'm trying to explore other options for my microphone just so that I can record better audio for you guys. But anyways, that's my update for today. So today we are talking about expectations expectations from other people, expectations that you give to yourself, and how you can handle them. Since the majority of the people who listen to my podcast are in their 20s and 30s, as a millennial myself, I think this is a phase where we are just still navigating through life and still trying to figure things out and learn more about ourselves along the way. And because we are still in the process of learning about everything that is around us, about what we actually want to do, sometimes we can get feedbacks from other people, whether it is your boss, your parents, or your partner, or your friends. And these feedbacks can sometimes come in the form of expectations. Expectations for you to behave a certain way, or expectations for you to go toward a certain path in your life. So I think handling expectations and learning to manage them, this is a challenge that a lot of us have to deal with. If you are in a situation right now where you don't really know a lot about yourself and what is important to you, what you want, what you value, and if you're also someone who tends to care a lot about what other people think, I struggled with this before, then it will be very easy for you to take on other people's expectations without really understanding what they are and what they actually mean to you. So the first point I want you to remember is that it is super important to distinguish between what is other people's stuff and what is your stuff. Because I'm telling you right now, other people setting certain expectations for you that is their stuff. It's not yours. You can actually decide not to take on any of that if you don't want to. None. <laughs> really. You have that choice. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be consequences, right? Because you are always responsible for your choices and your actions. So for example, if your boss expects you to arrive on time and you arrive to work late, then your boss might be upset and you might lose your job. So you can get to decide to be the person who wants to meet up to your boss's expectations. You want to be the person that arrives on time. You can choose to want to be that reliable employee. Okay, so just know that you always have the choice. If your friend expects you to attend a party that he or she is hosting, you don't have to go. <laughs> Does that make sense? So just make sure that you understand this. With anything that pe other people throw at you, feedbacks, expectations, people telling you what to do, all of those things, you get to have the choice to pick whatever you want to think about it. And you get to make it mean however that you want it to be. 
Sometimes I know when you are in the middle of it, it doesn't really feel like it. It doesn't feel like you have a choice. But understand that the truth is you always have the power. You always have the power to choose. You can choose to think and take actions on your own terms. It's really up to you. When I first learned about this concept as I was studying coaching, this like blew my mind. <laughs> it's a concept that's so simple, but it's so powerful. So know that you can always have the choice to pick and choose whatever you want it to mean about a certain situation because you can change your thoughts. You can always change your thoughts and you are always in control of your thoughts. And also understand that you are not responsible to try to control and change how other people think and feel about you, right? If you agree to do a favor for someone, not because you want to, but because you want that person to like you, then that's something different because you will always feel like you're controlled by other people. By the way, this is called people-pleasing. I actually have an episode on that. You can check out episode 8 to listen more on this topic. And also another thing is when I talk about expectations that people give to you being their stuff, I mean it as it is what they think. These expectations usually come from their own thoughts, their own beliefs and past experiences and what they are used to, what they are familiar with. And this is what I mean. Everything that they expect you to do, that is everything about them and not about you. When you get an expectation thrown at you from another person, it's also very important for you to first evaluate if you even value what this person has to say. So think about do you value this person's expectations about you? Is this person important to you? Does this person matter to you? If the person is your boss or your partner or your mom, then you'll be more likely to value their expectations for you because you value their opinions. But if you're worried about how Sarah from your high school would think about you, or maybe how your coworker from the other department thinks about you. So first of all, why? <laughs> why would you worry about that? There's really no need for you to worry about that stuff. Save your energy and your focus on what truly matters to you. And here's the thing. In this world, everyone will have judgments and expectations about you. If you try to meet up to everyone's expectations, my friend, you're going to be very miserable. <laughs> Speaking from personal experience, I can totally understand this. I was someone who just wanted everyone to like me and whatever people expects me to do, I took on those expectations and I tried to meet up to them. Over time, this just led to me feeling super exhausted and tired and drained because I'm always just trying to meet up to other people's expectations. And I even set those expectations as things that I should expect from myself. I created my own version of expectation something that was not even important to me, something that I didn't even care about, but I thought this is what everyone else wanted for me to do. And I just followed that. I just did that. I didn't stop and pause and really think deeply about if this is actually something that I want to do, if this is actually something that truly matters to me. And this is what I'm doing now for myself, and I also want you to do this too. Create a list of the people whose opinions matter to you. These people, you will actually care about what their expectations of you are. 
and the rest of the people, how other people choose to think about me, what they expect me to do, all of those is really none of my business. It has nothing to do with me, right? So really, really think about that and let that sink in for a bit. And the next point is when you receive an expectation from other people, instead of getting defensive, what you can do is approach it from a curiosity standpoint. So every time when someone gives me an expectation, I always like to be curious first. I would think, why does this person have that expectation for me? And when I really ask myself that question, most of the time, it's almost always about them. It's about what they think is right, what they think I should do. It's very highly correlated to their past experiences, to what they're used to, to their beliefs, right? So it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with me. And of course, sometimes when I do get really honest and straightforward with myself, then I realize that it might also be because I have acted a certain way in front of this person that eventually he or she just got used to me doing that. So for example, if you have never communicated to your partner about you wanting him to do the dishes and you always do them, then of course, over time, he's going to keep on expecting you to do that, right? So something as simple as that. So try to put yourself in the other person's shoes as much as possible. Maybe others have expectations about you because maybe you haven't been communicating with them properly or displaying what you actually want for that person through actions. So, so far, we have been talking about expectations in general, how you can deal with them, how we can process them. And now I want to talk about something that's a little bit more specific, which is dealing specifically with expectations from those who are closest to you. And this can be challenging sometimes, especially if what the people around you, what they want you to do is actually not what you want to do, right? <laughs> And I'm talking specifically here about dealing with expectations from your parents. Speaking from personal experience, growing up as a Taiwanese Canadian, there's definitely expectations from my parents that were given to me and my siblings growing up. We were expected to do well in school, work hard, graduate, get a good job, live a stable and successful life. <laughs> you know, the typical Asian parents' expectations. Although I would say that my parents weren't as strict as I think how the typical Asian parents would have been. You know, they're wanting you to go towards being a doctor or a lawyer or engineer. Although I think deep down they do want that for us. <laughs> But ultimately, I know that they really just want us to do whatever that makes us happy. So if you are someone who has parents giving you certain expectations that you do not necessarily agree with, you have to first know that they are doing it from a place of love. And as your parents, they are not superheroes, right? Newsflash, they don't have all the answers. And just because they're parents, that doesn't mean they know the answers to everything. They make mistakes too. They're also human. And sometimes they are really trying their best to love you and care for you with what they know how. So this might look like trying to push you down a certain career path that you do not want to do or them setting certain restrictions and limitations in your life. So remember what I said before about you having the power, not other people? 
Well, it is the same too in this case. Even if the person is someone that you love, you still have the choice to choose. Do you choose to take on their expectations or not? Because at the end of the day, you have to know that yes, they are your parents. And that you value how they see you, but it is still your life, right? You have to live for yourself and not for them. And regarding choosing career path specifically, because I think this is what a lot of us struggle with, your parents haven't lived in your shoes. They won't fully understand all of your hopes and your dreams as much as you do. They have their own fears, their own beliefs. And they want to protect you. They want you to be safe, secure, and live a good life. But if you are someone who knows that at the very core you have a path that's calling out to you, there is something that you really want to do. When you have people in your life that do not believe in you, sometimes you really just have to set boundaries and create a distance and filter out those noises. When I was just starting my coaching business. I know my parents were a little bit skeptical at first. <laughs> I think there wasn't even a word for coaching in Chinese, so they did not really understand what I was doing, and they were really concerned for me. But I think I have already made up my mind, despite what they might think about it. Because ultimately, your parents they just want you to be happy and live a good life. Here's also something that I've realized: your parents and also the people around you, they might doubt you at first. They might not believe in you. But almost always, when you can show them that you have succeeded and that you have made it, they are going to be fine with it. So just notice that the people will always give you expectations, and if you don't meet up to that, some of them might be upset or disappointed. And that's okay. What if you can just let them be themselves, while you keep on doing what you do, and eventually you can prove to yourself, not them, okay? Prove to yourself that you can do it. And I think this is the perfect transition to my next point, which is setting your own expectations for yourself. So I used to be a high achiever who gives myself. Really, really high expectations, so high that I felt like I could never reach that. And it's very funny because, in my case, I used to think that my parents and my family, they are the ones that's giving me so much pressure and expecting me to do well and be a certain way to be successful. But actually, looking back, I created those expectations for myself. I was so hard on myself, and when I fail or when I make mistakes. I would criticize myself so much, and I used to be so hard on myself. Can you relate to this? So setting healthy expectations for yourself, it is good. I'm not saying not to expect anything from yourself at all, because if you have certain healthy expectations that you set for yourself, it means that you are holding yourself to a certain degree. And yes, you should expect something from yourself because you are human and you are worthy and you are capable. It comes down to really creating a loving relationship with yourself in a way where you can set the healthy expectation. So I have two tips for you on this topic. The first one is to meet yourself at where you are. So let's relate this to productivity, for example, because this is something that I struggled with. <laughs> If you have 
always had a tendency to procrastinate, you just cannot expect yourself to not do that at all the next day, right? Because you are just going to not meet up to that expectation and be super hard on yourself. So maybe you're someone who sleeps in until noon and you cannot wake up earlier and complete the task. You can't expect yourself to wake up at 5 a.m. the next day um, follow through with 10 tasks and then complete them, right? It just doesn't work like that. So you have to meet yourself at where you are at. So maybe instead of completing 10 tasks, maybe you can just focus on doing one task each day. And then after one week of doing that, then you can slowly transition and build up from there. Maybe now you can do three tasks a day. Do you see what I mean? The key is not to perfect it. You have to meet yourself at where you are and then slowly build up the reassurance and the momentum for yourself. So consistency over perfection. And the second tip I have for you is simply just decide right now. Just don't beat yourself up about it when you do not meet up to the expectations. You know those voices in your head that are telling you, oh my God, you're so dumb. Why did you do that? Why have you failed again? Why can't you be like so-and-so? So that voice, when you're thinking that way, it's simply, it's simply just not useful. It's not going to move you forward in any way. It makes you dwell in the victim mentality. And that voice is saying, why me? Why is this happening to me? Oh my God, why are you doing this again? So when you didn't meet up to your expectations, Instead of beating yourself up, I want you to notice that you're starting to do that and then switch it. Change the thinking to simply just be curious about it. Instead of beating yourself up, just be curious about it. Huh, that's interesting. My day did not turn out how I wanted it to be. I wonder why. Okay, so when you are curious, you can look at the situation from a more neutral perspective. And you can also find a solution for it. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep or maybe I was feeling very anxious or nervous. So of course I would procrastinate. Of course I didn't do well in that meeting because I was super tired. Then how can I be better next time? Maybe I need to practice more. Maybe I need to take more rest. Maybe I need to get some feedback first before diving in. So remember next time when you're starting to beat yourself up, Notice that and then change that to be curious instead. When I started doing this in my life, this is a game changer. So ending this episode, I want to leave you with a statement and some action steps that you can um, take away with. You are in charge of your own life. So own it. (laughs) And the action steps that you can do after this episode is number one, to decide whose expectations matter, whose expectations matter to you, and make sure you have a good reason for that person being on your list. And the second step is once you have the list of the people whose expectations matter for you, decide what you want to think about that because you can make it mean however you want it to be. If you decide not to take on that person's expectations, that's okay as well. It's completely your choice. 
And the third step is I want you to answer these questions to yourself. You can answer this in a journal or typing it out. But either way, I think putting words instead of just thinking about it, they will really help you a lot more to ingrain um, this idea into your head. So the question is, what is your expectation for yourself? And how can you meet yourself where you are at? Okay, so the question is, what is your expectation for yourself? And how can you meet yourself at where you are at? All right, there you have it. How to handle expectations. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I would love to hear from you. You can also leave me a review on iTunes. It means so much to me and it really helps my podcast to be pushed up to be shown to more people. Also, I would love to invite you to join me in my life coaching program, 90-Day Transformation. This is a three-month program where we create a customized plan for you together to work on yourself from goal setting to creating a plan for your ideal life to handling difficult relationships and any topics to get you to become the person that you want to be all within three months. If you would like more information, feel free to check out my coaching page at daringliving.com slash coaching. Again, it is daringliving.com slash coaching. All right, have an amazing week and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.